everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Football Fig Nuts podcast. This is episode 66. Uh, we're technically in season two, episode 16. I am Craig. And I'm Cinch. And Cinch is back, folks. Britt is not here. He is MIA. Well, actually, we know where he is. He's on vacation. The it, Chiefs. Yep. He, he crawled out of the country with his tail between his legs. <laughs> yeah, he was not, um, I don't think he was very happy with that game. I know you were happy with that game. Yeah, you win some, you lose some. Were you were you expecting that game to happen the way it did? I expected the Patriots to lose by like a forty-five to twenty-seven kind of really? score. Really? Yeah. That did not happen. They they are not good defensively. They're terrible. But I think what we're seeing is everybody defensively is terrible. That's true. So it's just score more than the other team and and yeah. <laughs> there's there's been like a a record number of teams scoring forty already this year so far. Yep. Uh, we'll get into that more, but first, as we always start, uh, we're going to start with what we're drinking. Bush. That's so <laughs> copyrighted, I'm sure, but no one listens to this. Um, so what is that fancy bottle you have in front of you? This is the Harpoon Duncan Coffee Porter. Oh, that's right. We tried that uh, the other week, and now you're trying it. You guys got me so fired up to try one. Nice. So, um, so give it a go. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Cinch is taking a sip. He's swishing it and pondering. He's thinking. I like it. He likes it. <laughs> I'm gonna like it some more. Excellent. He's taking another swig. Perfect. Yeah, it's like um, it's like drinking a nice coffee. Yeah, really. That's that's the best. Uh, it really is. It's not too like thick. That's the best way know, I can describe it, it. Is this a limited? Do you know? Yes. See, yeah. that's the problem. They need to come out with this in July. That's that would be a much better and idea. I mean, yeah, I just pour through these like you know. Yeah, like that's water. actually they'll. I don't know. Maybe they'll do it all year now because you know now that Duncan officially changed their name. Maybe they're listening. Maybe you never know. <laughs> you never know. We tagged we tagged them last time. Okay, uh, so that's what I have. What are you drinking? I am drinking a traditional lager. Um, this is Yinling, which is really only on the East Coast. Um, it hasn't. I think I've had this on the podcast before, uh, but it. It's only been in Connecticut not that long. You used to have to go to New York to get this if you really wanted it. Um, the one thing about Yinling, um, people seem to really like it or they hate it. I personally really like it. But I know people that just do not like it at all. It's a lager. It's, you know, it's a really light beer. Uh, but it is America's oldest brewery. so It's good. It's good. I like it. It's not bad. It's definitely good. That's true. Because I've had... Um, oh, oh, too many suds. There we go. <laughs> um, yeah, I've had bad beers. and um, All right, so quick... Quick thing. What's the worst thing you ever drink? Alcoholic wise. It could be a beer or a mixed drink. <laughs> I don't want to say Zima, you'll get mad. <laughs> you can say Zima. <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe maybe tequila when I was young. All right. All right. To, actually the worst drink, and I still remember this because of how bad it was, it involved tequila. Because I actually don't mind tequila. Like I like margaritas. Not frozen ones, but this drink was um handed to me in a bar after a school event and uh, they're like here drink this i'm like what is it and they're like oh it's a prairie fire i'm like all right it was like it was a little reddish it wasn't you know anything like oh my god this looks gross so i drank it and i was done drinking for the rest of the night it's uh tequila and tabasco sauce mixed together and probably still to this day is the worst thing i have ever drank in my life <laughs> really yeah it just was not not good well at all doesn't sound bad no, I guess not on paper. Do you, do you have any tequila and Tabasco? I have Tabasco. I don't have tequila. Oh, forget it then. Wouldn't be the same. 
<laughs> next time. Next time. Hey, now we start doing shots. Right? <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess we'll do some uh, burning hot take questions. How Sounds do you feel about good. that? All right. Um, I'll go first. So my question to you is, so you've seen the, the rule, mainly the defensive rule changes in the NFL, right? A lot of people, there's people that agree with them, don't agree with them, think it babies the offense too much and such. I'm starting to think, and I want to know your opinion on this, the NFL didn't do it as a safety precaution. That's just their cover for it. They did it because they knew it would affect scoring and it's making the league, the league's uh, ratings have gone up this year from last year uh, for various reasons, but the high scoring games and 400 yard passing games are one of them. So do you think this was really a safety thing or you think this was, wow, we can make games 54 to 60? The two go hand in hand. Because if you have the Peyton Manning, Tom Brady quarterback getting knocked out of the game and done for their season, you're not going to have the high-scoring game. So if no quarterback can be touched, you're going to have more quarterbacks play at a higher level, more points scored, and fantasy football. (laughs) That's true. It's a real thing. The NFL, you know, every channel now has fantasy on. Some show, some TV show. Yep. They mention it during the games. You can't turn on a game without seeing on the bottom scroll. So I think you're you're right on. Yeah. Yeah, because um, I don't know. Like, it's just weird. It's so weird to me that because, you know, we've been watching football for a long time. It's so weird now that games are like, you know, well, this he passed for 420 yards and people are like, OK, that was a rare thing. Like, I, you know, even like five years ago, I miss defense. I do like. I mean, the Ravens still have a pretty good defense. They probably have the best as, defense well, in the league. Well, that's because they played the Titans. That's true. Me and you and the guys could put <laughs> up a, an adequate defense against the Titans. I, As a Patriot fan, obviously I hated the Super Bowl because the, my team lost. Right. I hated that Super Bowl if you put in the Bengals or the Chiefs against the Eagles. Same result. I, I don't know if there was one or two defensive stops. You know, back and forth, back and forth. To to an extent, you want that. Right. But, I mean, it was just nonstop until the very end when it stopped Yep. against my team the way I didn't want it to stop. <laughs> yeah. But that's the nature of what they want the game to be now. So are we getting to the point? Because some people even mention that the reason why the Chiefs didn't stop Tom Brady on that di- his diving run was because I don't know who was tackling him because he didn't want to get called for hitting him. Do you think that played into it? Well, two things. The guy's a rookie. You know, tackle the guy. Even if you tackle the guy at that part of the field and you get a penalty, it's a one-yard penalty, you know, because they were on the four-yard line. Right. The the second thing is there was a holding penalty against the Chiefs, so there would be no penalty. You know, they would offset and they just replay it. And third, I I mean, if you're that guy, if you're a defensive lineman, you want to kill the quarterback. That's your job. Kill the quarterback. Pretty much. The more name popular quarterback, I would think the more you'd want to kill the quarterback. Never mind the fact they're on the four yard line. <laughs> That's true. So you know what? Kill the quarterback. Worry about it later. It, you know, whatever. He'll learn. He's a rookie. Yeah, I mean, really, by then Brady was definitely out of the pocket. He was a, a and runner. everybody knows once Brady starts running, you can't stop him. That's right. He's he's <laughs> just like a wrecking ball. He just goes through people. He had the same 40 time, except it was for four yards. <laughs> nice. Um, all right. So uh, what's your what's your question? All right. So here's my burning hot take question. Okay. I think 
everyone could argue who the top four teams would be right now. I okay. think it's safe to say the Rams and Saints. That's that's what I'm saying, at least. Okay. And probably New England, Kansas City. All right. All right. So here's my question. All four of those teams lost. Who plays in the championship games in the AFC and NFC? Wow. Hmm. You know what? Give me one second to look at standings because... <laughs> no, no. Forget the, standings. No, all right. Forget right. standings. You're not going to put, like, the True. Jets in the game or True. Know, the 49ers. So, NFC. You NFC, got, you got the I would, Vikings, is, you know, I would have the to, Eagles, yeah, I'm, I, Cowboys, the Redskins. Uh, <laughs> that, that division is a horrid train wreck. <laughs> uh, Dallas. Um, um, okay, so... Carolina, maybe? I would have to say... Carolina and Minnesota in the championship game. The Bears. Game. The Bears. The Bears aren't there yet. They're getting better. They're not <laughs> just, there yet. Just Sorry, Sean. At the teams. There's no one else. <laughs> right. Uh, if Dalvin Cook could stop hurting himself and the Vikings had a running game, I'd probably pick the Vikings. Well, like I said, if you knock off the top two, yeah, there's no one else left. And if you went to the AFC, now the AFC I think gets a little bit more interesting. Right. So who do you um, throw in if the Chiefs mm. and the Patriots are gone? I mean, you have the Chargers. Uh, as of right now, I would say the Bengals. Maybe one day Bengals, they'll, they'll, absolutely. they'll win a playoff game. Well, if they win Sunday night, they're on their way. That's right. Uh, who else? I'm still up in the air about the Steelers. I still think there's too much drama. Baltimore, maybe. Baltimore, because of their defense. I know Britt is not a fan of of average Joe Flacco, but he's going to get you 220 yards and maybe two touchdowns every day. He, he is average. <laughs> he's average, but he's consistent. For today's football, that's <laughs> yeah, average. That is. Uh, yeah, so I would say it would be an AFC Central outside of the um, Chargers. So Baltimore, Cincinnati, AFC Championship I can game. see that. I can see that. I don't want to see that. <laughs> I would watch that. <laughs> I'm happy the Steelers in your mind wouldn't be there. I know you guys are a little Steeler biased. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, I mean, they're, this all, season, they're always they brought good. it on themselves. They did. How about did you hear uh, Roethlisberger's quote after the game? Oh, about saying it was uh, Connor's well, last Connor's game. Connor's last game. <laughs> like, what? Why would you do that? And he wasn't joking. <laughs> you know what? Because reporters I hope, left. I hope when Bell comes back, he just rides the bench. Throw him out there on third down. Maybe there'll be a game that they have to, you know. Use him. He's like the old truck in the garage that, no, it's fine. We'll, we'll leave it's, it there. It's raining and, outside. You know what? But but we need that truck today. So bring the truck yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. I could see uh, Tomlin doing that to him just to piss him off. All right. Because so, you, really, you know he's not going to want to play so like, in case he hurts himself. <laughs> Let him stay on the bench. All right. So do you have Brits burning hot take question? I do have Brits burning hot take question. Uh, Brits was, um, he... Send this in from uh, Canada. Uh, Britt wants to know the Rams. <laughs> I think Britt what? mailed it in. He did. What he did. He did. He did. Um, so how do you feel about the Rams? Are the Rams the team to beat? Is this the new greatest show on earth? I, I think what we're seeing is that the Rams defense that we all thought was going to can be anyone, much better. Can anyone is, challenge the Rams? just like everybody else. I think the Saints can absolutely beat them. I think Minnesota could beat them. I want to say I think the Eagles could beat them, but the Eagles haven't quite looked like the Eagles yet. Beating yeah, the Giants I don't know what is happened one with thing. the Eagles. Eagles I, are not the team that went to what? the Super Bowl. It, I'm not sure what happened there. So far this year, well, they've lost their what? Their offensive coordinator. They lost. They did. Uh, that's true. A couple other coaches I think Frank might Reich. have might have gone with Reich. So and then Wentz didn't start, and and Nick Foles. 
was turned into a pumpkin. <laughs> so, but I mean, you know, I think there are other teams that could beat the Rams. Yeah. But the Rams are really good. They're really good. I think they are the new version of the Saints where they're relying on their offense so much that their defense, because I have their defense in fantasy and they're broken. <laughs> <laughs> their their, their uh, secondary is kind of shredded with injuries and it's showing. It's just their offense can just keep up with the other team and outscore them, which is usually what the Saints, not usually what the Saints have to do, but the Saints have to do that a lot. <laughs> if, if they're going to win, that's what they're going to do. Right. Well, I think what you're seeing is you're, they brought in Talib and they brought in Ndamukong Sue. Yep. And Talib and broke when you, his ankle when you bring or his in, leg. When you bring in guys that have always had a reputation as being a problem and you bring a lot of them in all at once... It looks good maybe, on paper. Maybe it's <laughs> subtraction instead of addition. That's, you make I don't a valid, know. You make a valid point because they're essentially like defensive mercenaries. They're good if they just turned off their personality and just went and played. But then again, Talib is gone He's until gone till, like week 13 or yeah, 14 December. or something. So, so we'll see. And that's only if he can come back from that. Right uh, now. before Right you, now. Right now. Yep. Who's your Super Bowl pick? We're in week six, going on to week seven. Like pick to win or pick to go? No, no, just give me two teams that, you know, if I had to bet money right now, this is who I'm picking. Right now, Rams Chargers. Chargers. I don't get the Chargers. Their offense is still pretty good. If I were to say right now, (laughs) I say Rams Chiefs because the Patriots, yeah, they beat the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. Patriots committed no penalties and didn't punt and they were at home Mm -hmm. and they only won by a last second field goal. So, I mean, if, if you have everything go your way like that, if they went to Kansas City, I don't know. No, no Kansas, that's the other thing that worries me about the Bayon game is they're in Kansas City, and it's a very difficult place to play in when you're not the Chiefs. Did you see the stat during the game that Kansas City has gotten off to a 5-0 and start three of the last <laughs> six years? I saw that. So as soon as I saw that, I thought back to their long playoff runs, and yeah, there was nothing to think about. So Yeah, no. <laughs> That that thought ended really quickly. I don't quickly. think they've. I'd have to look this up, and Britt would know. Uh, I don't think the Chiefs have won a home playoff game in a very long time, if at all. You're probably right. Dating Which back to seems Montana weird. days. <laughs> I think that's the last time they won uh-huh. at home in the playoffs. But that's that seems crazy because Kansas City is probably one of the hardest stadiums to play in. Yeah, yeah, and they've been good. They, yeah. it's not like they're a bad team. They're good every year. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Um, yeah, so. Moving on to fantasy type stuff. Oh, and hi Deb. Hi Deb. Um, so moving on to fantasy type stuff. We don't have Brit's um, metric uh, this week because he's on vacation. So you move on to fantasy stuff and you say hi Deb. I do. I do. That's what I did. All right, go ahead. I just... <laughs> I'm not saying anything. I'm just let's move on to fantasy stuff. Hi Deb. Uh, well, we never like we say this so randomly. She never knows when we're gonna say it. So it's just kind of you know. Speaking I'm, of fancy, though, I'm just you, drinking my beer. You are undefeated in our league. Yes. How do you how do you feel about that? Was this, I can't is this a surprise either. to you? Yeah, it's always a surprise. See, here's what happened. Okay, my first pick. Mm-hmm. We had Gurley was gone. We yep. had Kamara was gone. Yep. I took Barkley. You did. I could have taken Bell. I mm-hmm. could have gone Antonio Sean, Brown. Sean wants to trade Bell somewhere else. <laughs> I took Barkley. I took a chance. Yep. It's been great. My second pick, I was able to get Beckham with the second pick. He hasn't been great, but he's solid. Mm -hmm. With my third pick, I took the MVP, 
the guy that everyone needs to start to acknowledge is the best receiver in all of the land. The guy with the big yellow gloves, Adam Thielen. <laughs> the guy is hundred yard game. He's a every machine week. this year. Every week, he doesn't he doesn't drop a ball. No, no, that's he a just lot caught of, uh, one now. Just now, <laughs> like a ball just flew out of nowhere at his home, and he just randomly caught it. So that that guy right there, Thielen, is the reason why everybody else, you know, is just kind of two, there. Two pretty good receivers. Yep. My running backs. Who's your I, quarterback? Um, well, I liked Mahomes, so I got him. You know, I drafted him. Yeah. I have Wentz as the backup, so did not really did not realize he's related to a Met who was his dad. Oh yeah, I remember. Did not realize that. Yep. So I I've got him. I I've got uh, James White as my other running back. Mm-hmm. And even though he's not a running back and he catches like eight for 70 every hey, those week. Still, those still count. That's, yeah. uh, that's one point of reception. And you know what? The rest of the team is a bunch of guys named Joe. <laughs> but it doesn't matter if you get enough points from the other guy. Last week, my question was, which receiver do I start? Mm-hmm. I ended up starting Cole, the uh, the receiver with the, the Jags against yep. the Cowboys. Yep. Didn't matter. By the time that game started at 4 o'clock, I had the game won already. Yep. So... So are, you think you can go undefeated? Or no, are you not of even, course not. That's not even like a thought. I don't think anyone has ever gone undefeated. In a I'm league. sure I could go five weeks. I think I could go six weeks, and we yeah. already have. We have. Seven weeks. Seven? This is my toughest game now. I'm playing the second highest scoring team. Who are you playing? Simon. Oh, so and he has he's the got two curly. best running backs in the league. So <laughs> I'll go against him. We'll see how it goes. I've got a three-game yep. lead already. Yeah, he has, uh, has Gurley and Gordon, so... And that's actually um, one of them won his won uh, his game last week because Tyreek Hill put up that those giant numbers, and then he had mm-hmm. um, uh, Gurley play, and then that was it. <laughs> Gurley does what he does every week. He does, and you yeah. know what? I don't think Gurley is so much better than Barkley or so much better than David Johnson. I just think he's got a great coach. He does. He has a good offensive line. If you watch one minute of an Arizona Cardinal game, you get bored to tears. They don't know what they're doing with David Johnson. They give, give him the ball. He runs into the line of scrimmage. Can't go anywhere. Yep. You got to be throwing the ball to him out of the backfield, moving him around. What are you going to do? Yep. Uh, so, actually, fantasy-wise, we can look at some matchups, um, and we can see who you think, fantasy-wise, might actually have a really good week. We could do that. We could do that. Um, let me pull the schedule up here, which I just had on my computer, and it went away. <laughs> uh, so, one one big game... Uh, people are some people, you know, some people are predicting is going to be the Falcons versus the Giants. So if you had people on either of these, well, well you do have Barkley. Well, you know they're going to score because <laughs> neither defense can stop anybody. Right. Wait, really quick before yeah. we do anything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Eli Manning's done. You think so? Oh, he's. You done. don't think Eli? He's so done. You don't think uh... right now he took a sack? He's in his house by himself. <laughs> you know, he hears a noise. He lays down. You don't think? You don't think Tom Coughlin calls him up last being season? like, hey. You want to be a Jag? Well, you, you know what? If he's going to do that, let him call Carr out in Oakland because Gruden doesn't know what the hell he's doing. I think Gruden, you know, Gruden is ripping this team. Well, I don't want to say ripping the team apart, but he's destroying he's, the team. Whatever was there, he's getting rid of so he can rebuild it as his team when they move to Vegas. That's for, what I think his plan is. From what I've heard from the NFL experts. <laughs> Are they? Yeah. <laughs> It's like a weatherman. They say that's, something. No one really remembers something. and holds that's, them to that's it. That's true. That's a valid point. So from what I've heard, Gruden is not the best talent evaluator, that he falls in love with guys 
So where you go two games, three games in a row, he loves you, you're the best, and then you stink it up for the next six weeks, he's and still saying, hey, you're the best. I don't know. Yeah, because I don't think people are going to let him forget about Khalil Mack. Plus, it it's so, well, especially when he says things like, it's really tough to get, <laughs> to get a <laughs> yeah, pass <that's> rusher. <laughs> well, we just had one over there. <laughs> so, I mean, he might be a good coach, but he was gone a long time to just he come was. back and think, hey, I could do this. I could do it. I remember. There's a clipboard. Here's a headset. It's fine. I have a hat. He's no McVeigh. This is true. This is very true. <laughs> well, I think the game of the week uh, is your game. The Bengals so. and the Chiefs. The two not good the, the defenses. The Ball. <laughs> Part two. Forget about the defenses. It's like I said, nobody has a deep. Pick the good defense. You really think the Ravens have a great Out defense? Out of everyone in, yeah, probably. If I had to pick a defense to start, it would be the Ravens. <laughs> okay. But even so, you know, the, 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 this isn't the, uh, I can't remember the year, Ravens defense. It's not the 85 Bears. Right. It's right. just the best in a group of kind of eh, eh, defenses. So, I mean, yeah, they're pretty good. What about the Chargers? They're supposed to have a good defense. They're not. No. What about the Vikings? They were supposed to be good. They're nah, not. not so the much. Rams, they're not. Nope. So, you know, you got to yeah, build by having all... the receivers and the quarterback and the running back and left tackle. <laughs> yep. Yep. So yeah, it's gonna be. Where do you? Where would you put the Bengal Chief game? Like, where do you? What do you see? This. It doesn't matter who you, oh, who do you pick to score, win. You yeah, where, where do you? Where do you see the final score? Well, unfortunately for you, right? Kansas City's <laughs> home, and they're coming off a loss. True. Usually, the five and O team, when they lose a game, they don't lose two in a row. So even if they were in Cincinnati, I'd say, nah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But you know. The Red Rocket, That's the right. Bengals, they've been good this year. The they offense been. has been good. So yeah, Phil Lazor finally figured out what the I, hell he was I'll doing. I'll be sitting at home watching and rooting for the <laughs> Bengals. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, and we have car alarms outside, so that's been happening <laughs> off and on all week. As long as the building's not on fire. No, no, we're or good. Or it's my car. It, it's all it good. It might be. <laughs> oh, there it goes. It's Stop. gone. <laughs> Either they're gone or it's not my car. <laughs> No, but really, your game is the game that uh, I anticipating. It got uh, bumped to Sunday night. It was going to be yes. a Sunday um, 4 o'clock game, I think, mm-hmm. originally. I don't remember who was in that spot. It doesn't matter. It was probably the 49ers. They're, they're probably going to be bumped out Because they were spot. supposed to be good this year. Jimmy, I mean, they, Jimmy Jesus went down. He did. He did. Did you see the end of the, the Packer game? No. That is the only, that last drive of the Packer 49er game was the only part of the game I saw. So when I turned it on, it was that final drive, and it was just uh, Aaron Rodgers being Aaron Rodgers. And then, I uh, have a problem with Aaron Rodgers. Okay, I, I've that said is this, Aaron Rodgers. I've said this before <laughs> off the mic. His his talent, he's great. He's he's probably the most talented quarterback. Okay, the guy never wins. He's got one ring. When's the last time he was in a championship game? He never wins. Now you you want to say that's the coach? The general manager, the talent around him. You know what? I sound like the arrogant jerk Patriot fan. <laughs> Tom Brady Tom, doesn't finally have, admitted it. Tom Brady doesn't have the best players around him, and they're still in the championship game every year. Or or even if they weren't close to it. Right. And that's nineteen years. It's not like they, they haven't had a losing season in nineteen years. Yeah. I still remember looking at the paper and seeing the Patriots being like one in fifteen. <laughs> I remember. I was there. The Scott Seacules and the Matt Millen, or Hugh Millen. Not Hugh Millen. Matt Millen. Yep. Hugh Millen, Scott Seacules. I remember all those mm-hmm. years. Doug McPherson was the coach. Yep. Yep. They, they have I the was little, there. The Patriot guy on the side of their helmet. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love those helmets. <laughs> those I, I hated that they got rid of that uniform. That was a great yeah. uniform. I don't, when's the last time they wore it? They, they've done it for the, uh, <clears throat> what do they call it? The, the one game a year that they do it. Yeah. But even so, it's been five, six years <clears throat> at least. Yeah. So, yeah, where would you put the final score of this Bengal Chief game? Random, you know, throw it out there. I think your Bengals can run the ball and control the clock. Right. I don't think Kansas City will let them score as easily as they did against New England. Yep. Just because I think they're going to see the tape and say, look, we, we've we got to stop the, the running, you know, the run yeah. defense is terrible. But I think your team can still do it as long as Mixon is healthy. True. And stays healthy for four quarters. That's right. His knee is, it looked better last week. But as long as he's out there. Once you hurt your knee, like you never, you oh. never know. I'll throw a, a 42, 37, 38 right. kind of game. I could definitely see that. And while I'm pulling for the Bengals, yeah, I think the I know it's win. a it's it's a long shot. It's like mm, uh, I would say 60, 40. But you know what? Isn't it Maybe. great that you've got the game to look forward to? I mean, there that's how many, true. How many seasons where it's like week seven? All right. Well, you know, yeah. Who can we draft? <laughs> so, I mean, you've That's got the game and, and, you know. One of my bull predictions um, this year was that the Bengals are going to win. Now, I'm only saying they're going to win their first playoff game. I'm not saying they're going to go anywhere after that. That by itself is pretty bold. That is that is bold because they have not won a playoff Seeing game since the 90s. how Marvin Lewis does have those pictures on the owner because there's no other reason he's still their head coach. And I'm I not saying know. he's not a good head. No, I'm saying he's not a good head no, coach. No, he was a great defensive coordinator. Yeah, okay. But some people, they don't make good, great coach, you know, head coaches. I'm not even saying like he needs to get fired or anything. I said that the last six years. He did so that. So now I'm not saying. <laughs> it's just, you know. Uh, yeah, the Bengals. Um, I remember I, my last time I went to Disney World. This was, oh, God, like 2000. God, not even like probably 1999. I went to Disney World and went to this this some. I think it was the ESPN Zone restaurant or something they had down there where they do the NFL experience thing. Sitting there with three other people I went with, and we wound up sitting at the table with this guy because he's like, oh, I mean, he's like, oh, I'm by myself. Can I just sit here and eat? And, like, and it yeah. was Marvin Lewis? No, but he was <laughs> What a, a great story he it was would a, be, though. He was it, a, was. it would be. <laughs> he was a Bengals fan, which is, I mean, what are the odds, right? So he's sitting there, and you get to ask, it was somebody working for ESPN, and the name of who it was eludes me. The older guy, kind of bald, really... Chris Berman. Thrin, no, thin, like, round glasses. Uh, uh, Chris Berman. Maybe, probably Boomer. not. Chris Berman. All right, we'll just say that. He, like, you were able to ask him questions, and the guy who we sat with, he, like, stood up. He's like, oh, I have a question. He's like, do you think the Bengals are going to be any good ever? <laughs> if it was Chris he, Berman, he'd say, Buffalo, San Francisco, <laughs> that's my Super Bowl pick. And he was... He pretty much said flat out, as long as Mike Brown owns that team, they are going nowhere. And I honestly believe that his whole his whole him mainly, but his family, too, because that's where they learned it from. Like, it's just not a good it's not a good setup to just move this to another sport. Yeah, I'm a Met fan. You are a Met fan. And as long as uh, the coupons, I mean, the Wilpons (laughs) own the team, they're not going anywhere. Don't think so. No way. Did you see that gif? Uh, that went around of the Mets. I don't remember who it was. I think it was the maybe the pitching coach. He couldn't. He was in the dugout and he couldn't open the telephone. Sounds box. about right. He couldn't open the telephone box to call <laughs> to call anyone. He was calling for help. He was in the box. Wouldn't open. He was trying to see if he could get another job somewhere else. <laughs> could not call the bullpen. 
at all. I don't even know what I don't know what happened after that because the gift ended. They lost more than likely. <laughs> I'm not sure which more game. More than likely, <laughs> I'll roll the dice on a loss. <laughs> like, well, you know, we'll switch sports for a second. Like, do you have any hope for the Mets? Like, because this year they were pretty good at they the were, beginning. They were only pretty good. That well, they were good for two weeks to start the season. Right. And then August, September, when the season was far, far over. Yep. Do I have any hope? No. No. There's no hope. They need to sign players. They need they need hitters. Yep. And all they think about is home runs, and that translates to strikeouts. And I can't stand the way baseball is now, where the starting pitcher goes an inning. And, you know, yeah. I, I want a team full of 300 hitting, you know, speed, athletic, and that doesn't exist anymore. No. I want the, the 1984 St. Louis Cardinals with Willie McGee and Vince Coleman and Tommy nice. Herr and that team. Nice. Oh, okay. Actually, this is another question for you before we go on some fantasy talk. I don't remember who it was. It's someone on the Astros. Marvin Lewis, no. No, it's not. definitely not Marvin Lewis. It was some kid on the Astros. He's only been... I don't think he's a rookie, but he's he hasn't been playing that long. And they said, oh, well, you know, people are comparing, you know, like, I'm going to just say an older player because I don't remember the whole interview. You know, people are comparing you to like, you know, we'll just say Lou Gehrig. Sure. Right. And he was like, who do you <laughs> well, think? Do you think like players should get like a minor like little history lesson of their sport? Or you don't think that even matters of their team? You know, when uh, I, I could give a kid a break. I mean, Lou Gehrig's a tough one. You should know who that is. You right. should know who Babe Ruth is. But, you know, Astros, they should have to know all about the Astros. There should be like an so hour or So it should be at the very class. least team-related. Well, they, you need to know your own history. The fans... The that fans are, know. The fans that are rooting for you, they know the history. So in That's order fair. for you to make yourself, uh, ingratiate yourself to your own fans, mm-hmm. it'd be nice if you knew what you were talking about. Yeah. No, I yeah, I definitely agree. Probably not the whole sport. I mean, you should maybe no big... No, if you play football, you should know who... Joe Montana was is or who Jerry Rice is <laughs> like you know those guys used to be good they were now they do uh they do commercials well you know yeah I mean you have to do something I think uh, Jerry Rice does uh that uh copper the copper fit the or copper whatever fit rap uh, commercials I think Joe Montana does the Centrum commercials yep and Brett Favre does the uh rap ones as well yeah yep. I mean you gotta do something oh he does jean commercials too all right. Okay. <laughs> I, you say I think. so. <laughs> um, He's overrated, he, too. He never met an interception he didn't want to throw. Was there... Is there anyone on the Packers you like? <laughs> you know, it, it's... Don Majikowski? I have just thrown out a name. man. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I used to like Jordy Nelson. There's a lot of players on the team. I don't dislike. It's just, you know... You're not impressed it, by the put Packers. It, put it into perspective. Look up... See, I didn't do this ahead of time. Look up career wins. Okay. Roethlisberger has more than Aaron Rodgers. Eli Manning has more than... There's a lot of quarterbacks that are playing that have more wins than Aaron Rodgers. Right. So just, you know, you hear these announcers and he's the best. Him and Brady are the best quarterbacks. Well, I mean, yeah, but why doesn't he ever win? And it's yeah. not like he's 30 years old. He's like 36, 37, yeah, he's, 38. he's getting up there. I mean, he's not saying. Tom Brady old, but he's getting up I'm, there. I'm just saying, when all is said and done... Do you see the Packers winning this year, next year, the year after? Mm. We we said before, who else do you put in there? And we didn't even mention the Packers. No, that's true. So I'm, I'm just saying, if he's so good, why isn't his team ever good? That's fair. Uh, here's another question for you. Is Eli Manning, a, is he a Hall of Fame quarterback? 
Okay. Is he going to get in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, probably. Everybody likes the Mannings. Is he a Hall of Famer? No. No. What did he do? I mean, he beat the Patriots twice. He did. He had two great, not seasons, playoff runs. Right. Check his numbers. He's led the league in interceptions before. He's nothing more than slightly better than average quarterback. Not anymore. Career-wise. Right, anymore. (laughs) Slightly better than average quarterback. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, all the credit in the world to him. Asante Samuel couldn't catch the interception that was in both hands. <laughs> and Wes Welker couldn't catch the, just the pass that was in Sanchez. both his hands. <laughs> Brady left the field in every Super Bowl they lost. Less than two minutes left, he left the field and they had the lead. And really? then the defense came on and gave up the score. And then... By then, it's too late. Yeah. But I'm saying, a little bit of defense goes a long way. <laughs> That's true. Defense wins championships. Just saying. Which, you know Not what? anymore. Not- I disagree. You don't think so? I don't think so. I mean, well, now with the rule changes, I guess not. Last year, you could argue, because the Eagles made a big defensive stand, the strip sack that got them the ball. Yep. So, yeah, you could say their defense. At the same time, Brady had 505 passing yards and five touchdowns. So, up until that point, their defense didn't do anything. Right. And when the Patriots won, other than <laughs> other than Pete Carroll refusing to run the ball from the one-yard <laughs> line, and the Patriots made a play, got to give the guy credit, he intercepted the ball. Right. Other than that, they've had no defense No. in the last three, four, five, seven, eight times they've been to the Super Bowl. Yep. That's just me. <laughs> that is just you. <laughs> How do you really feel? <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess we'll do, uh, we'll talk about a little fantasy. One last thing. Yeah, sure, sure. Everybody on the Raiders is going to be traded in the next two weeks. You heard it here first. That's it. That's it. Everyone. Even the even the coaches. <laughs> Maybe the Mets got a chance after all. They could pick someone up. <laughs> Bo Jackson comes out of retirement. I would take him. You would? He's better than what they have now. That's a valid point. That's a valid point. Think you know what? If Bo needed a runner, wouldn't he still be faster than half the guys? Yeah, yeah that's like, true. You know, even limping with his, along. Even with his hip injury. Yeah, he said uh, he would have, if he knew how hurt he would have gotten in football, he would have just played baseball. But he was pretty good. He was. I mean, I, he, he I ran up trying, a wall. I was trying to explain <laughs> to my daughter, who's 18, who Bo Jackson was. Forget it. There's no point. No. Did you? How far did you get? Like I said how good he was in both sports, and it was just like, you know, who? What? Who? Who are you? Why? <laughs> what? What are we talking about? <laughs> Is she into sports at all? She's a big Saints fan. Really? Yeah. How did that happen? I mean, I'm she's a Bengals a, fan. I'm she's just, a big I'm just Saints curious. fan. I have no idea. It just like, maybe, maybe it was one of those Madden seasons after the Saints won, and it had the Saints. On. I I have no idea. Yeah, because uh, yeah, Drew Brees was on it. Once. She has made it perfectly clear she is not a Patriot fan. That's fair. So, <laughs> I'm not trying to push. In her, no I uncertain just, terms. Hey, you want to watch the game? I am not a Patriot. Fan. <laughs> oh, all right. All right. Well, they're playing the Saints. <laughs> Then, okay, sure. That might be why, because the last two times they've beaten the Saints and she's been there and really into oh, it. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, now, um, I don't know. I think I may have asked you this before. Like, Do you dabble in DFS at all? Have you ever tried it? I, I haven't done it yet. Haven't done it yet. But but I've got the the sleeper of the week for you. Okay. I, I don't know what his, uh, sure. what his salary would be, but right. I Who? think, uh, what's his name? Taylor Gabriel, receiver with the Bears. Mm-hmm. He can't be worth a lot of money <laughs> because he hasn't had a great season. Right. But he's a good receiver, and the Patriots are not going to knock down Trubisky. So he's going to have time to throw. You got to figure it's going to be higher 
than lower scoring. Um, let's see here. Um, Bears, huh? Mm-hmm. Where is the Chicago game? It's in Chicago. It's in Chicago. He's only 4,700. Well, he, so that's, he's a guy. That is a cheap ad. I got another one that can't be worth a lot of money. All right. Britt's all-time favorite. Okay. And he's now getting the starting job over Drake, Frank Gore. Frank Gore. So he Brits, can't be worth Brits a lot. Broke he, back mountain. He gets more carries every week than Drake does. And after Drake fumbled on the one-yard line in overtime. You think Drake's done? I don't think he's done. I just don't think he's all that good. That's fair. And, uh, Frank, know, Gore, Frank Gore is still there. Frank Gore is 3,800. So, so there's two that's guys leaving for you. you uh, that's leaving a lot of room. Um, yeah. So, I mean, we can, we can, that's what I'll, we'll do. We'll, I'll we'll throw do that. a tight end at Sure. You. Go ahead. We'll I, make an I, almost full lineup. because I we think OJ Howard lineup. this week. Wait, so, is OJ Howard alive? <laughs> yeah. He came back from being injured. <laughs> he played last week. This week they're playing Cleveland. It's in right. Tampa. Right. Cleveland doesn't stop tight ends. All right. Jameis Winston's back. Well, sort of. Either way. True. Uh, you're not on, you're I not think on, Fitzpatrick is just as good. If I, if I was in charge, I would have cut Winston. You're and, not on the um you're not on the Browns train. I mean, they're better. I may have been, but they got so completely just slaughtered, manhandled against the Chargers last week. Yeah. You know the I Chargers mean, they were barely a favorite last week. And I'm like, well, the really the Chargers? Do you think the Browns are going to stop the Chargers? Chargers only losses this year. Were to the Rams and the Chiefs, I think, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah two pretty good teams right there, the Rams and Chiefs. Yeah. I don't believe in the Chargers, but... But they're better than the Browns. If you want to have an opinion on the Browns, they had to play against the Chargers. They didn't even show up. Right. So... Uh, who you like at quarterback? I'll tell you how much he is. You know, how about uh, Andy Dalton this week? Andy Dalton. He'd be a guy I'd look at. Um, yeah, who else? If Matt Ryan isn't crazy expensive against the <laughs> giant defense, you know, it, it, that might be a quarterback that you want a, a position right. on the field that you want to go to the guy with the high salary. Right, right. All right. Uh, how do you feel about uh, another receiver? Um, I mean, you got a lot of money to play with, so. Well, you, got, you, you know like what? Six, I'll you tell you like how 6, I feel. Thousand. Adam feel? Thielen. Adam Thielen is 8,600, and he's playing and, the Jets. And, and he's undervalued at 8,600. You think so? Yeah, Brick could come up with his metric, <laughs> and I'll tell you that his metric says <laughs> that Thielen's going to have 100 yards receiving and a touchdown. All right. who's uh, What's another running back you like? What's James White show up as? Because he's not he's, he's not a great <clears> runner, but he's, he's going to get 10 targets. He's at 6,900. All right, that's is, probably too much for him. He's not that good. What's uh? Can you can you fit Gurley in there? Can you fit Barkley? Barkley, I, that's the guy I want against Atlanta's defense. Take Barkley. All right. How do you feel about how do you? What's your opinion on Sonny Mitchell? Is he the new like? Are the are the Patriots using the it's, Saints? It's the Saints soon. formula and there's two he, running he's backs. He's not now. a power guy. He's, he's a the, speed guy. He's the catch guy. Well, no, he's the run guy. Okay. It's just he's not a power guy. All right. It, it's too early. He's played in. I think it's four games, maybe five games. He was injured early. Mm-hmm. So far, I like what I see, but I, you know, you could do worse. All right. Whatever his salary is going to be, he's been consistent. He's going against a good Bear defense, so yeah, whatever that's going to mean. I thought the Bears defense was good until last week. Well, Miami, the heat index was like a hundred degrees. Once you once you and get Brock zapped, once Osweiler. you're zapped by the heat, you're done. And- so there's, there's your sleeper. <laughs> Welcome to Brocktober. <laughs> Osweiler is getting the start. They already said it. Tannehill's out again. Yep. Miami's going to roll. 
And uh, lastly, if you, I know you're not big on defenses, but if you had to pick a defense, looking at the schedule. Well, who, I know, I know you like the Ravens. They're playing the Saints, so I don't think yeah, I'd I've go seen there. a lot of people say. Oh, I know who I. This who is easy? Who is it? Chargers playing Tennessee. Tennessee, like what? Can I just say, um, if I had to pick one draft pick from any of the drafts I've done, picking Corey Davis in my work league was a train wreck of a pick. I totally regret <laughs> I dropped him and picked up Latavius Murray because I'm done with Titans. <laughs> I am just done with them. Another defense I would think, mm-hmm. San Francisco's offense showed up really well on Monday night. They did. Now they've got a short week, and they're playing the Rams. If the Rams' defense is ever going to be the Rams' defense, this, this is a is, week to think that maybe they maybe be good. Maybe. Yeah, I think um, the 49ers surprised a lot of people. I didn't think they thought surprised Bethard, me. <laughs> Bethard wasn't going to be uh, what he's doing, you know? Um, all right, so now, because uh, we're getting a little short on time, I think we'll go into everyone's favorite game show, uh, The Under Over. And the only problem yeah. is I'm picking the games, not you. Everyone loves when Craig picks the game. Yeah, but see, everyone wanted Sean. Like, see, the problem was I ran the table on Sean. He didn't get to pick. So since you're the guest. We know Sean. He wasn't going to run the I, I know. Um, so I'm going to ask, and you are going to pick. So right out front, there are a few games with no lines. Actually, there's more than two. Uh, the first game is Buffalo and Indy. No lines. Nothing. Uh, the next game is Detroit and Miami. That's the the two games with the quarterback question. Yep. Did you hear yeah. Derek Anderson is starting for Buffalo? I did. I they think they signed um, him eight days ago. Yep. I, AJ, I think it's, um, it's, they're it's, really regretting trading AJ McCarron. I, I think it's it's clear to say that Nate Peterman is the worst quarterback in football. Yeah, it might be he, time. He might be. He the might worst be done. We've ever seen. Ah. I think I mean, Houston needs to really overpay for him and give him a, a Brock Osweiler type deal to yeah. bring him in as a I starter. I think Buffalo should trade to try to trade back for AJ McCarron because he was actually good. Hey, you know who'd be really good in Buffalo? Who? Tyrod Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, he's not there either. Um, oh, the Rams in San Francisco does not have a. I wonder why point on that total. One. The Rams are eleven point favorites. Yeah. All right, so there are there are two games. Over 50. I'm ready. And you get three strikes. My first guess is Cincinnati, Kansas City. You are correct. It is, uh, as of right now, 58.5. Okay. Well, that's that's over. Yep. Uh, next guess. Uh, next guess, over 50. Uh, the Giants-Falcons. You are correct. See, this is easy. What's the problem? Wow. <laughs> Got two in a row. Uh, and, wow, I don't know how I'm going to do this because there's... What's the low end? There's no games under forty. See, this is the this is the future. The future is now. The future is now. All right, we'll do we'll do this then. There are one, two, three games under forty three. Cleveland, Tampa Bay. Cleveland, Tampa Bay. Cleveland, Tampa Bay is at forty nine and a half. Wow. Yeah, they'll all hit right, that mark. That's strike one. I wonder if you just bet the over for every game all you season as, you long. Might as well. Unless you have to pick an under game. All right, here's one. Anytime Tennessee plays, T- Tennessee and the Chargers. That is at 45 and a half. Wow. They really that's, think the Chargers are going to score a lot. Oh, you know why? They're in London. Oh, that's right. That I makes still, all the difference. Yeah. Buffalo Indy, you said, isn't there, but they would be one. They would be. How about Detroit, Miami? Oh, that's the other one that isn't there. <laughs> they would be one. <laughs> yep. Uh, let's see. Low scoring, huh? Under 43. Houston, Jacksonville. 
42. All right. All right, that's one. There are... Uh, We're running out of games. Two, there are two left. Dallas, Washington. Yes, there okay, is right. one left. Denver, Arizona. You are correct. Oh, boy. Ding, Cinch ding, is ding. our winner. Wow, and there you have it, folks. He just ran the, he ran the table on that. And you're right, Sean would have lost. I can say that because Sean doesn't listen to this, so we can talk about Sean all you want. He would have taken the Packers and the Raiders, and they're in a bye week. They yes. <laughs> he can I just say he was very upset uh, on Sunday because he was we were at two roads and he was watching the the Bears score change <laughs> repeatedly, <laughs> and he got very upset when he realized the Bears were losing to Brock Osweiler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's got to be tough to take. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know how much beer there is that there, can that can cover that wound. A lot. <laughs> you, you need a lot of beer. Wow. So we are uh, we're pretty much at our time limit. Uh, Cinch, thank you very much. Any uh, final thoughts? Final thoughts for anything at all? Oh, Bengals. Yeah, there you go. I mean, that's all I need. Final thoughts. You know what? Why is Eli still starting? Um, <laughs> it's in his contract because <clears throat> of his last name. Real quick. I yeah. listen to the the Boston radio station. Okay. They have Boomer Esiason on every Boomer. Monday morning. All right. Those of us in the New York area that hear him on the fan, right? he's the kinder, gentler on the fan. On the Boston station, he was killing Eli Manning. Really? <laughs> he, he you got to play to your crowd. He was saying something like, you know, this guy is checked down Charlie. He needs to be benched. But you can't, or, or no, he said that uh, you need to bring in a different quarterback and let that other guy start a little bit. Right. But you can't say that because you don't want to offend a Manning. God forbid you say anything bad about a Manning. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I mean, his brother does do pretty good commercials. He is pretty good at that. Um, I have nothing nice yeah. to say. All right. Uh, yeah, final thoughts for me are, again, we apologize. There's no uh, metric this week. But, um, you know, really one thing I learned that I'm forcing myself to do this year is when I do any DFS and I think of a lineup, and I feel good about it, I am no longer going to change the lineup before a game starts unless I find out some guy tore his ACL in the parking lot. That's the, the last, worst thing you could do is The last it. two times I did that, I lost out on, like, probably 40, worth of probably 40 points difference of if I just left the guys in who I would have picked. So, uh, yeah, my my final thought is going to be just leave unless there's an injury and just leave your lineup alone if you feel good about it. <laughs> I think Jacksonville has a big week. They're at home to Houston, and they've lost, is it two in a row or two, two in a row? Yeah. yeah. They're at home. They're, They're going to take advantage. If you're looking for a guy with low value, really everyone on the Jacksonville offense has got to be low value. Yeah, they've, they've dropped. So, they've definitely dropped. And, you, again, a defense that you could see having a big week, maybe Jacksonville's defense. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, well, uh, that's it for us. Cinch, thank you again for joining me. Thank you Brits, for uh, inviting absence. me. And don't forget, uh, folks, if you like what you hear, please leave a review on iTunes. Uh, you can find us at FignutsDFS on Twitter and FignutsDFS.com online. I'm Craig. I'm Cinch. And we're the Football Fignuts Podcast. Good night. <laughs> minutes so we can see what we sound like so mm-hmm. so are you, are you excited for your sunday night game i am and i'm worried um because the Bengals never do good in prime time and their defense is broken so <laughs> if this game winds up being like 48 you know to what? 54 it, whatever their defense does 
will be better than what New England's defense did. So it comes down to what can your offense do. That's fair. So if you've got confidence in your offense, maybe you could have a game where whoever has the ball last wins and that's, you could have the ball last. That's what I told Britt was going to happen. Like whoever has the ball last is going to win or it's going to be I like told him nine to six. That you guys got to watch the game together. And with about five minutes left in the game, chance, <laughs> chances are the game will be settled with about five minutes to go. Right. Maybe yes, maybe no. That's when you start the podcast. <laughs> so you've got the one person who's still pissed off because it's fresh. The other person <clears throat> relieved and happy. That's a good idea. 